Welcome. You are listening to The Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm your host, Meryl Arnett, and my passion is making meditation accessible and enjoyable. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a guided meditation. If you would like to access these meditation practices as standalone audio files for your daily practice, please subscribe to my newsletter at merylarnett.com. It's free and you'll receive a new mini meditation each week, along with behind the scenes content and bonus material for each podcast episode. All right, let's grab a cup of tea, a comfy seat, and settle in for today's practice. Welcome guys. Happy, happy new year. I am so glad you are here and listening today. So welcome to my longtime listeners and practitioners and welcome to everybody who might be new, who might be listening for the first time or thinking about picking up a meditation practice for the first time. You know, January is the best month in the world for anybody in the wellness industry. It is such a uplifting, exciting, and really hopeful time. This is the time when I see so many new faces and I see, you know, on average over the last five years of podcasting, I see roughly 10,000 additional listeners in the month of January alone. So it feels wonderful. We need more meditators in the world. I'm so glad you're here. And I know you won't be shocked to hear that in February, most of my new people have disappeared. And I say that without any judgment. I am one of those people too, who sets high expectations and hopes and goals for myself for the new year. And then by February, like real life has settled in. One of my kids has gotten sick. There's already another day off of school coming up. I mean, it's just life is, you know, nonstop. And so every year I think about starting the year with an introductory meditation series. Like I want to offer the foundation for you to build a practice that feels imminently doable. And one of the things that I often stress is you can meditate for as little as five minutes a day. You don't have to do this huge, big, dedicated practice. You could do five minutes. This is really true. I myself started my practice with five minutes a day. But here's what I have realized over time. You know, when I started my practice at five minutes a day, I was not practicing every day. You know, I was trying to practice like two days a week, maybe three days a week, and I would kind of forget (laughs) and miss a couple weeks and then I'd come back to it and I'd start and I'd stop. And it took a couple years for me to actually build a practice that I do every single day that I miss. I am sad if I don't do my practice for a day. And I meditate for 20 minutes most days. And I'm not saying that you have to meditate for 20 minutes every day. I'm absolutely not. I'm not even saying you have to meditate every day if that doesn't work for your life. 
But one of the things that I think is really interesting to think about is what do I need to feel or experience in my meditation practice so that I want to do it again? Because we all, we've all seen the cover of Time magazine and you know, the health magazines out there saying meditation is good for you. This is like a scientific fact at this point. Meditation is good for you. So is going to the gym. So is eating vegetables. So is drinking water. And yet, sometimes it's hard to do those things. I don't know about y'all. I find it almost impossible to drink enough water in the winter. I'm cold. I'm freezing right now. I'm going to drink tea <laughs> and coffee and then more tea, and like half the day goes by. And I think, oh, I haven't even had a glass of water yet today. Our practice is a bit the same way. We know it's good for us. How do we make it so that we want to do it? So that it's not just something on a to-do list that we like slug through and check off, and we know we're going to skip it on hard days. I want to break this cycle. And if you're just starting out, I don't even want you to get into that cycle. I want to figure out how to create an experience for you, how you create an experience for you that is so lovely, so beneficial. You will not forget to do that practice and you will not skip it. This is my hope for this meditation series this month. All of my series are three-part series. So the next three weeks, there will be episodes that help you build a practice from 10 minutes a day to 20 minutes a day. The reason I'm going to encourage you to build a practice that is 20 minutes a day is in my personal experience and that of many of the students I have worked with over the years, it takes about 10 minutes to settle in. It takes about 10 minutes for our mind to let go of whatever we've already done, what we have to do next, to calm down, slow down enough to actually have a meditative experience. Certainly you can calm your nervous system down in five minutes. That is like what I think of as like a band-aid, the worst day. I'm running like crazy. There's no way I can get 20 minutes in. And if that's really, truly the case, don't skip. Do five minutes for sure. But the truth is on the majority of the days with two kids and a partner and a business that I run by myself, lots of clients, lots of different pieces in the air, most days I really can meditate for 20 minutes. That time is really there. I have to make tough choices, but that time is there. When I try to cram my practice in, let's say I sleep in a little bit and then I say, well, I've got 10 minutes before I have to make the lunches, get the kids out the door and get to my first meeting. Let me sit down for eight minutes real quick and do a meditation practice. It's a band-aid. Great. Maybe I slowed my heart rate down a little bit. Maybe I set an intention for the day, but I definitely didn't have like a deep, rich experience. When I create enough space so that I know I can sit down, 
I can do my full practice. I have time to journal afterwards. That's something I really, really encourage. And then get up and move into my day without being behind the eight ball. I have a better experience. So this practice, meditation for the love of it, my hope is that you will create that experience for yourself. Here's step one. Today, what I want for us is to think about how I can make my practice beautiful. How can I make my practice beautiful? Please hear me when I say what I'm not saying is how do I make it complicated? I am not saying make it complicated. How do I make it lovely? How do I make it feel good? I was super, super fortunate this year. And over the holidays, one of my friends treated me and another friend to a day at the spa. And y'all, I have not been to a spa. I don't even know how long it's been. I truly cannot remember. We went to this beautiful place. They gave us these robes that were like thick and plush and velvety. The temperature was like just the right amount of warmth so that you were cozy. We had like the beverage of our choice. The scent of the room was so beautiful. The music was just the right volume. The lights were dim. I felt so cared for, so nourished in that experience. I mean, I can't even tell you, it's, you know, a month later and I still really can feel exactly how decadent that felt to me. And I really think that our meditation practice in, you know, appropriate perspective should feel that way. It's a respite in our day. It is something you do just for yourself. It is, in truth, a beautiful, lovely, heartwarming practice. Even if you're only showing up to manage your stress, it's still a beautiful practice. And one of the things that we can be cognizant of as we're trying to build a sustainable meditation practice is how do I make my practice beautiful, nourishing, lovely? So I'll tell you for me, I 99% of the time, I meditate outside. I'm an outside kind of gal. I love to hike. I love to camp. I feel good being outside. I don't have any, you know, I sit on my back deck, which is not fancy. It's not screened in or covered. I have some like rickety old furniture that's hand-me-down from my folks. Doesn't even have a cushion on it, but I like it. And most of the time, unless it's pouring rain, I go sit outside. That feels lovely to me. And so maybe you're a nature person and you do that. You sit on your front steps or you sit in the backyard. Maybe you decide you're going to dedicate one spot in your house, the same spot on your couch, a corner in your bedroom 
for a long time, I had cleared out a little corner in our closet in our master bedroom. And that was my meditation nook. Now it's my recording studio, (laughs) but it used to be my meditation. I meditated in the closet because I could close the door. It was quiet. It was dark. So maybe you pick a spot that becomes your meditation spot. You could light a candle. Some of you might like incense. You could like have the same scent every time you meditate. You might decide there's a particular meditation song or sound that you love. And every time you meditate, you will listen to that sound. You'll notice if you meditate with me, I play the same music every meditation. It is completely Pavlovian at this point. And I know many of my longtime students, y'all say the same thing. The minute that music starts, you're in, you're in your practice, right? What else could you do? You could brew a cup of tea so that's ready for you. You could buy yourself a beautiful journal and pen to write with. Maybe you use the exact same blanket or shawl to wrap around you every time you practice. If you're meditating at the office, instead of sitting at your desk, what if you just turn your chair around so you have a different view or sit on a cushion on the floor in a corner, sit outside in like a safe, semi-quiet space in a parking lot perhaps, or maybe there's a park nearby. You could go into a library. It doesn't have to be fancy. It's not a dedicated room. You're not at the spa, but it is a space that feels dedicated to you, right? It holds its own energy because you know, this is where I meditate most of the time, right? We can't all do hundred percent of everything, but most of the time, I wonder if You know, some of my students like are singers, they have beautiful voices. You could sing to yourself. You could sing a mantra or a chant or a song that means something to you. You could acknowledge your ancestors or have a photo of ancestors that you love. You could acknowledge a teacher or a mentor that inspires you. You're looking for things that make the practice feel sacred. If you're spiritual, You could make an offering to spirit, the universe, God, goddess, something that makes you feel this is rich. This is more than an item on my to-do list, right? And then we sit and we do our practice. It doesn't become this big, complicated thing, but it is something that helps us remember the loveliness of the practice and the loveliness of ourselves. And so this is what I want to do today. I want you to take a minute. You can like pause this podcast right here, right now, and take a minute to get comfy before we practice. So you could like go get a blanket or like really quickly just kind of clear up any clutter. You know, you know how crazy you feel when your house or your office is really cluttered? It's because the outside mirrors the inside. So if we're sitting in chaos and we try to meditate, our practice will feel chaotic. And if we're sitting in a space that feels lovely, 
our practice will feel lovely. So go do that right now. I'm going to get some meditation music going for us and we're going to practice. And I, I want to say this real quick. Actually, don't hit pause yet. Hold on. Come back. <laughs> so something new that I'm doing in 2023 is I've gotten so much feedback from y'all. I love you guys so much. Thank you. I love when you email me and tell me how you use these practices. And so many of you say like, I'm listening to the podcast in the car or on a walk or like while I'm doing something. So it's hard to then do the meditation. So if you want just the meditation, right? Like you're not going to do it right now, but you want to do it later and you don't want to go through this whole talk again, sign up for my newsletter. Every week I will send out an email that has a link to just the meditation itself. That way you can save it and use it for your weekly practice and you'll get a new one every week. It's free. I'm not charging you for it. Just sign up for my newsletter. Okay. So you can do that in the show notes or my website. All right. Pause, get cozy, make your space feel lovely in some small, simple way. And then let's practice. All right. So take a minute to get comfortable. Wherever you choose to sit, whether that's a cushion on the ground, on a couch, a chair, wherever you are, take a moment to sit in a way that feels like you can be relatively still, like your body is supported and safe. And if you choose to close your eyes, you're welcome to. Go ahead. And if that doesn't feel quite right for you today, just take a soft gaze down towards the ground. And together as a group here, we'll take a deep inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. And let's just do that again, inhaling deeply. Exhaling out a sigh. And then you allow your breath to flow. And you start your practice by silently saying to yourself, Now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as you say those words, maybe you just remember, why are you here? What's your hope, your intention for this practice? And as you name that for yourself, see if you can sit down a little more. Allow yourself to drop fully into the cushion or chair beneath you. Letting go of your hips and your thighs. Lengthening up your spine so that you feel tall and awake. 
Maybe you can roll your shoulder blades back and down. Or very slightly lift the top of your head up and back. And perhaps you feel that long line from the base of your spine all the way up to the top of the head. You let go of the muscles in the face, smoothing out the forehead, softening the skin around the eyes, and letting go all the way along your jaw and the inside of the cheeks. As you breathe, you think about letting go of the muscles in the chest. Letting go of the muscles in the belly. And perhaps you begin to notice that As you breathe in, your belly expands a little bit. And as you breathe out very subtly, your belly contracts a little bit. You don't have to exaggerate this or force it. As you breathe in, there's just a touch of expansion. And as you breathe out, a touch of contraction. And for a moment, you might even notice how decadent to get to just sit and savor our breath. To feel the way our body expands as we take air in. And contracts as we release air out into the world. In a moment, we'll just sit for three or four minutes in silence. And each of us will just very gently keep feeling the inhale in and the exhale out. You don't have to describe it or narrate it. You're simply feeling breath in feeling breath out and a whole bunch of other things will probably happen you might think 
You might daydream or get sleepy. Maybe you get distracted by the noises around you. You can let all of that happen as it does. Amidst all of that, you feel yourself breathing in. Breathing out. Tapping into that sense of nourishment or respite amidst all the noise of your day. Let's sit here in silence just a few minutes together. Feeling your breath here. 
Maybe noticing exactly what was running through your mind. And then with just a touch of a smile on your lips, you start to let your breath deepen. And you wiggle your fingers and your toes, feeling into the edges of the body. And when you're ready, you take in one last deep inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. Taking all the time you need to let go of your practice, to blink your eyes open once again. To take in the loveliness, the beauty, or the sacredness of those 10 minutes. If you lit a candle, you'll blow it out. Take a moment just to savor before you go on with your day. If I can talk you into it, grab a journal. Journal for two minutes. Just jot down what it felt like today. And then come back to this practice again tomorrow. And the next day. And the next. And I will see you here next week as we continue meditation for the love of it. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to The Mindful Minute. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving me a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps others to find the show. And let's face it, we could definitely use more meditators in this world. The Mindful Minute is recorded on Muskogee land and produced with the support of Madeline Day Production Management and Brianna Nielsen Virtual Assistance. To join my live classes, ask questions, or learn more about my teacher trainings, please visit merylarnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you guys next week.